Hare Krishna. Dhanavats to everyone. Dhanavats. Questions? There is a question from Madhuranan Prabhu, Saratov, Russia. As we know, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu descends once in a day of Brahma. It is Krishna himself who decides to experience that type of love that she alone possesses, especially when she feels heartbroken and runs away from him into the forest. Does it turn out that she runs away from him every day of Brahma? And does Krishna every time in you interested in her love for him? What was the last sentence? And does Krishna every time in you interested in her love for him? In you. In? In you. In you together. A-N-U-W. What is that? Yes. And well, you interested. I see. Then I have new words to learn for my vocabulary. <laughs> French. Uh-huh. Ennui? Every, um, and does Krishna every time in you, A-N-E-W. A-N-E-W. W. Anu. 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 Oh, you mean anu, like again? Yes. Oh, yes. okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, first of all, they think of Srila Gurumar saying, these are very high things to be approached with great caution. Uh, when Srila Gurudev once said, um, everyone knows that Srila uh, Gurumar is Rupa Goswami's man. Like that, you know. In other words, before his departure from this world, Srila Saraswati Thakur indicated Srila Guru Maharaj, Steve Rupa Nugadhara, the one who's carrying the current of Sri Rupa, uh, and by having him sing the Naratam Thakur song, Sri Rupa Manjari Pada. So Gurudev and Gurumar subsequently being known in that way. The Rupa Nugadhara, the current, the divine flow, the sort of devotion uh, expressed by Sri Rupa, the devotional position he represents and expressed, Saraswati Thakur, recognize that in Srila Guru Maharaj. Hence, Srila Gurudev saying, everyone knows that Guru Maharaj is Rupa Goswami's man. But then why is he always saying, dial nitai, dial nitai, dial nitai? Calling out for the mercy of Nityananda Prabhu. Because Guru Maharaj would say that that should be the foundation of our devotional position should be based on something very deep and uh, sturdy, strong, substantial, and that means the grace of Nityananda Prabhu. Uh, uh, we've seen when they uh, make a building, the, the first thing they do is they dig very deep and go very, very deep and they put the so-called piles they, the machine comes and it's hammering these piles 
And it seems like, um, like too much sometimes. But then you see, the deeper, the, the, the greater the structure that will be built upon that, the deeper you have to go and the stronger the foundation has to be. The higher, the greater that is, the foundation has to be deeper and stronger. So Krishna conception, proper. Guru Maharaj, within that, he will say, these are high talks. But in general, we could say, Krishna consciousness, all talks about it in one sense are high. It is the highest thing. But as this saying goes of Guru Maharaj, dive deep into reality. Re- reality is not monotonous or monotonal or static. There are deeper and deeper levels. Uh. <clears throat> And it is always and continuously that way. So the pastimes are dynamic. Uh, But that foundation, the grace, the mercy of Nityananda Prabhu, the Kripa avatar. And interestingly, you see in Chaitanya Charitamritam, the, the two key figures in this instance, Raghunath Das Goswami, Krishnas Kaviraj Goswami. Because Raghunath Das Goswami is the, as Srup Damodar is the secretary of Mahaprabhu, Raghunath Das Goswami is his assistant. And Chaitanya Charitamritam is the superstructure, is based upon the divine transcendental observations of Srup Damodar and Raghunath Das Goswami and Srila Rupa Goswami. So how did Das Goswami achieve this, his position at the lotus feet of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? by getting the grace of Nityananda Prabhu. Somehow up to that point, he was unable. Again, these, this is their play, their leela. Das Goswami is the eternal parshada associate of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Still, the, the story uh, of his coming and achieving the lotus feet of Mahaprabhu is significant. And it's only by the grace of Nityananda Prabhu. You know, he tried so many times before, but when he uh, fed Nityananda Prabhu and his associates at Panihati, then, and Nityananda Prabhu said, now certainly you will get the grace of the Lord. You'll be able to enter there. And thematically, it means it's always by the grace of the devotees. And it seems simple to say, but it's also profound and surprising to say Nityananda Prabhu is a devotee. 
because we use this term so broadly, but, and we know there are three categories, not that type. He's, uh, by category or categorization, you would say Vishnu Tattva, although all the Vishnus come from him as Balaram, really. But the point I'm making, uh, Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami says, Ekala Ishwara Krishna Arsa Britya. That, like, Brahma Sangita, Ishwara Parama Krishna. There's one supreme Lord, Swayam Bhagavan, that is Krishna. And says, Arsa Britya. All others are in the role of servitors. And this is in the chapter that is on the glories of Nityananda Prabhu. So the, he is, in Guru Maharaj's words, the first other than Krishna. Sometimes he is described as equal to Krishna in, in every way except his form he's showing differently. So in, in just for the sake of this talk, we can say, so he's equal to Krishna in every way. Uh, same, same, but different. And he doesn't desire to compete with Krishna. He desires to serve Krishna. In a sense, anyone, if anyone has a right to be a competitor, uh, would be his equal. But that is not uh, in his heart. He um, is forever a servitor and the most expansive servitor as Ananta Shesh. Unlimited are his service aspirations and realizations. So he's, he's in the position of a servitor. So what does Krishna say about himself? So we hear that's uh, the pastimes of Raghunath Das Goswami getting the grace of Nityananda Prabhu. And he's telling uh, him that that now that you've got the grace of the devotees, he's not saying himself, but he's saying now that you've got the grace of the devotees, surely you will achieve the lotus feet of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Just as it's told in a similar way to um, Prataparudra Maharaj in many instances. Even in the case of Mahaprabhu himself, the devotees are recognizing that, uh, or he's saying when they, Gadadhar Pandit and others said that he's perfect in every way, this Nimai Pandit. He's so charming. Uh, but his only, uh, the, the only thing lacking is that he's not a devotee of Krishna, which is, on a certain level, mildly humorous, because <laughs> it's true, he's not a devotee of Krishna. He's Krishna. So they say, oh, in every way. But even within that is something very sweet. Like, Krishna, how, what could be an improvement upon Krishna saying, yeah, he's not a devotee. And he's descended, 
Swabat Bhaktavya Sudham Nijabhajana Mudra Mupadishan, surrounded by his devotees, to himself embrace the position of a devotee. Uh, how um, humble that is. And in this context, in Mayapur, he's the new devotee. The, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Swayam Bhagavan Krishna, he's the new man. He's the new devotee. And they notice after he goes to Gaya, when he returns, and he's uh, full of gopi bhav, they're all uh, congratulating him on achieving this position of a devotee. And he, what is he saying? It's by your grace. And really, it's true. Swa Bhaktavya Sudham Nijabhajana Mudram Upadishan, Rupa Goswami is saying, he's teaching devotion. And what is that? That you can only get this by the grace of a devotee. So even he himself, to adopt that position, it's necessary. And Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami by way of introducing himself, preme matta nityananda kripa avatar. That there are all these avatars, so-called, but how shall we understand nityananda prabhu? As the kripa avatar. Right? We hear, not a technical uh, um, say classification, like yuga avatar, lila avatar, different types of avatars. Not a technical classification, but something inconceivable. He's the mercy avatar. And on the basis of that mercy, substantial Krishna conception can be enshrined. That is why Srila Guru Maharaj is only saying, dial nitai, dial nitai, dial nitai. He's saying because when we're discussing Krishna consciousness, which is the highest thing, but certain levels of Krishna consciousness are high, higher, highest. And he said, it's possible that in discussing them, we may uh, commit some offense because they are so high. He said, so I take the name of Nityananda to reestablish myself in my safe position. <clears throat> so, Kaviraj Goswami saying, how did he get entrance into Vrindavan? But by the grace of Nityananda Prabhu. And what is the nature of that grace? He's saying, what is that? Uttam Adam, Kichunabhichar. He has no consideration of who is high or low. Preme Mata Nityananda means he is. Intoxicated with Krishna Prem. So, just as an intoxicated man, he's, in a, in a sense, uh, lost his discrimination. He, there's some people around him, and he wants them to uh, experience the level of intoxication that he has. So, he's just blindly. Uh, giving a taste of that substance to others 
so that they can join him in his intoxicated state. That's Nityananda Prabhu. He has no consideration, high, low, qualified, unqualified, just what he's tasting, experiencing, that Krishna Prem, he wants others to experience that. So, uh, as Srimati Radharani is uh, ultimately uh, the source of all the Madhura Rasa Seva, <clears throat> Nityananda Prabhu, he's the greatest devotee and advocate for um, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. When he said, Bhaja Gauranga, Kaha Gauranga, Laha Gauranga Nam. Remember, he was told by Mahaprabhu. Mahaprabhu is now with the um, permission of Advaita charges, saying, Your public service, you've uh, more than fulfilled. The whole world is now intoxicated with Krishna Prem. Remember, it's described when Mahaprabhu, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, is dancing and singing Hare Krishna Maha Mantra and flooded with Krishna Prem, if he glances at someone, they get Krishna Prem. From his lotus eyes, Ganga-like streams of tears are pouring, and he sees someone, they get, they're filled with Krishna Prem. Just by seeing the lotus eyes, the tears coming from, tears of prem coming from the lotus eyes of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. His glance, the glance of Nityananda Prabhu also infusing others with Krishna prem. So Advaita Acharya, who is responsible for his descent. Remember, it has, it's multidimensional because it's the time for the Yuga avatar, right? And, and there'll be, uh, as Guru Maharaj said, uh, um, um, a uh, Chaitanya avatar in every uh, yuga. He said, but they're not always Goranga. They're not always golden. He said, sometimes the color of a parrot. Right? But this specific one, Radha Baba Dutta, why is he golden? All the other colors were taken. You know, red, and this yoga, Shama Sundar, and another one, Shukla at another time. No, there, Goranga, Goraanga, all of his limbs, they're radiant with Radha Bhav, Radha Bhava Duti Subalita, because he's enveloped by the heart and halo, the heart of Srimati Radharani. The radiance is the halo. So, uh, you say, uh, Shama Sundar Krishna, inconceivable dark beauty, that Krishna, due to uh, being enveloped by the heart of Srimati Radharani, the radiance has turned him into Gaur Sundar, Gauranga Sundar. So, Advaita Charja. Uh, is uh, so merciful when he sees the suffering condition of the people in the world. Anyone can say uh, they don't like to see people suffer. Hopefully everyone's like that. We, 
see so much suffering going on in the world, but Advaita Charja knows the root cause of all suffering is separation and forgetfulness of Krishna. I like to make a distinction that the separation of, from Krishna is also the cause of the suffering of the Brajagopis, but it's not in forgetfulness. Their separation, um, you know, they sometimes complain that we wish we could forget Krishna. <laughs> it's a type of you know, um, ecstatic sentiment. They're saying, we've tried. We wish we could forget him. Uh, but, uh, or stop talking about him. What do we hear? And the divine madness of their separation, sometimes they're um, uh, enacting pastimes. Because I like to make this point. As Krishna wanted to adopt the position of a devotee, there's no inverted uh, representation where the devotee wants to take the position of Krishna. Never. It's antithetical to devotion, the position, the normal position of Krishna, you can say, is antithetical to the culture of devotion. Govinda Adi Purusham, the supreme enjoyer, the Adi Purush. But then they say, no, but our, those gopis, when they're in separation, they're sometimes imitating. One goes, I am Krishna, come to punish Kalyan. That's in the madness of their separation, they're enacting these pastimes, imitating them. Uh, and that must be something really astonishing. But, uh, so, what, and what do they, uh, in the Gopi Gita, right, which is where they are, uh, Krishna has apparently <clears throat> abandoned them, abandoned, the, we're talking, the Rasa Lila is just beginning, and then Krishna vanishes. I remember re reading this so long ago in Prabhupada's Krishna book and, other, and thought, first of all, why is this in the 10th canto? You think you'd want to tell everybody about it right away. <laughs> Actually, according to Vishwanath Chakrabarti Thakur, Veda um, Vyas, does in the opening line, Janmad Yasya Yataha, saying everything, Janma Adi, comes because in a Vedantic sense, you say, that from which everything is coming. And in an Upanishadic sense, you say, that from which everything comes, by which it is maintained, and what it will enter into ultimately. But here, Vishwanath Chakrabarti Thakur, ever the expert in from seemingly uh, um, uh, details, minute details, or just a few words can extract the ultimate substance. And he's saying, Janma Adi means Adi Rasa, Madura Rasa is the original. It is the origin of everything. Normally we think of the sequence as Shanta, Dasya, Sakya, Vatsalya, culminating in Madhura. And that's not incorrect from one type of analysis. But what is astonishing is here we're being told, really, it's Madhura rasa, and coming from there is Vatsalya, Sakya, Dasya, etc. 
it is all inclusive. And, and Guru Maharaj's words, it is the, uh, what do they say? Huh? All other rasas are clients of Madhura rasa, satellites of Madhura rasa. So it is Adi rasa, the principle. When um, Mahaprabhu is asking uh, Raghupati Upadhyay, um, what is the supreme form of the Lord? What is the supreme abode of the Lord? What is the supreme age? And what is the supreme or the highest rasa? Best. Okay. Best form, best place, best age, best name. He says, Shamam eva param rupam. Shama sundar, as we were just talking. How do you improve on shama sundaram achintyagunas rupam? The achintyagunas rup, the inconceivable qualities of that rupa. Not just black, an inconceivable blackish, darkish color. Everything inconceivable, achintyagunas rup. And what is it? Kandar pakoti kamaniya vishesha shobam. So beautiful, so charming, so seductive. The seductive, if 10 million cupids were combined as one, that should make us faint. One cupid is driving everybody mad, right? According to Freud, the whole world, it's uh, uh, moving. Um, uh, the driving principle of material existence is eros. So one Cupid driving the world and driving everyone in the world mad. Right? And here we're told, so take that Cupid, you want to understand how compelling, how attractive, when I say Krishna, Krish, attracting everyone to the center, na, and then nourishing them. 10 million Cupids combined as one. And why does it say 10 million? Because that's basically as far as our minds go, and then it drops off. It means really ad Cupid ad infinitum. Cupid ad infinitum is Krishna. So that's astonishing. Right? So uh, that Krishna, what was I saying before that? Oh, Shama, yeah. So he says, um, you know, this is his answer. He says, all right, uh, Shama Sundar, that's the, you know, the best form of the Lord. Puri Madhupuri Bara. And Mathura, which is, uh, means Mathura, Vrindavan, Govardhan, Radhakund. But interestingly here, it's also known as Madhupuri. So you can say the land of sweetness, the city of sweetness, the domain of sweetness, and getting sweeter, sweeter, sweeter. Vrindavan, Vrindavanam Hoyte in gradations. So, then he says, Kishora, that Kishore, that's the, the, the best age of Christ. That's where he is um, showing his full-blown cupidity, sweetness, and charm as a teenager. <clears throat> then last, adyo eva rasopara. 
and Adi Rasa. So he doesn't call it Madhura Rasa, he's saying Adi Rasa. It's the original. It's the origin of everything. So, so at first I think, so as I said, why wait till the 10th canto? Oh, it's telling you from the beginning. But it's like nine cantos of prerequisite. Like there are certain courses that you would take on the library party. We'd always read the catalog first and see which professors we should see. And we'd see a class and it would say, if you're going to take this class, you have to take this other class as a prerequisite. Otherwise, you can't enroll in this. In other words, you have to have some qualification, otherwise you won't understand what is being given here. Or worse, you'll misunderstand. Just to be bewildered would be better than to misunderstand, misread, or impose some other ideas upon that. So how much uh, prerequisite do you need? Nine cantos. Right. Out of an 18,000 verse work, that's a lot. But he announces in the very beginning, first three words, Janmad Yasya, etc. And then, Nigama Kalpatur Galitam Palam, Shukamukharam Ritradabhasham Yatam, Pibata Bhagavatam Rasamalayam, Muhuraho Rasika Bhubibhavukaha. The Veda Kalpaturu. This tree that has so many branches and sub-branches, it's a desire tree. Everything is there, spiritual and mundane. It's interesting that it includes the mundane. Because normally someone would uh, defend, say, their scripture as just, it's all spiritual, there's nothing, you know, that kind of thing. Here, it includes everything, the full spectrum of from the gross mundane to the subtle, to the highest aspects of the spiritual. Right? And all these different brands, some are going this way, some are going that way, some, then they go down again. If you follow them without understanding what the purpose of that tree is, it's confusing or appears to be, one appears to be contradicting the other. Huh. But if we understand what its purpose is, which is to produce this fruit. Prabhupada liked to render this as the fully ripened, mature fruit of Vedic literature is the Srimad Bhagavatam. And I mentioned this in relation to a mango tree. If you don't see mangoes on a mango tree and you're unfamiliar with what it is, you can draw so many conclusions or misunderstand what its purpose is. You can use it for shade, you could chop it down and turn it into firewood, make furniture, you could do so many things. Uh, that would be tragic, right? as to tragically misread uh, the purpose of the Vedas. Vedaishta Saravaya Ahangeva Vedyo. Krishna is saying in the Gita, I'm the purpose. Uh, I am what is to be realized from all of this. So, Veda Vyas. Uh, so the Veda Kalpataru, the, the floral essence of the Vedas is uh, the flower of Vedanta, right? It's the floral essence. Right? And then that flower gives way to the fruit, right? 
They say, Nigamakapaturur Galitampalam, Shukam Mukad Amrita Dravasamyatam, Pibata Bhagavatam Rasamalayam, Muhuraho Rasika Bhuvi Bhavukaha. So he's saying, the Rasiks and Bhavuks, they will taste this fruit. This is said in the third sloka, the Prayojan Tattva sloka of the book. In the conclusion, in the twelfth canto, in the last chapter, it says, Sarva Vedanta Saram Hi Sri Bhagavatam Ishate Tadrasam Rita Triptasya Nanyatra Syad Rati Kvachet. And Veda Vyasa is saying, once you taste this, this fruit, you taste this substance, the substance of what is presented in this book, you'll lose taste for any other literature, for anything else, once you've tasted this substance. That comes at the very conclusion, and the last chapter, and the very last verse, very favorite to Babaji Maharaj, Nama Sankirtanam, so how are you going to get these wonderful things? Nama Sankirtanam Yasya Sarva Papa Pranashanam, Pranamo Dukasamanas Tannamami Harim Param. So, uh, that um, tenth canto, where this Gopi Gita, you finally uh, read all of this so that you carefully understand the position of Krishna, how he has created everything, how he has innumerable avatars, his principal avatars, the Guna avatars, the Purusha avatars. So, and, and, uh, and it's not just people like us who can misunderstand, but we're told when Sutta Goswami, he's delivering the Bhagavatam. Remember, Brahma to Narada, Narada to Vyas, uh, Vyas to Sukadev, then uh, Sutta Goswami. So when he, say, he thinks that, oh, they may, in hearing this list of avatars, he mentions, like, Jayadev has 10 Das avatars. He gives, like, 24. After saying the avatars of the Lord, they're in, are as innumerable as the waves of the ocean. But realizing that Krishna is in the list, he thought, they might think uh, he's one of them. So that's why he says, uh, Ete Chaangsa Kalak Pungsa Krishna's two Bhagavan Shayam. But all these avatars, Krishna's the origin, the source of all of them. So once he's thoroughly established as Swayam Bhagavan, the original supreme personality of Godhead, and we enter the tenth canto with the birth of Krishna, and then here is childhood pastimes with Nandiyasoda then with the cowherd boys, then with the brajagopis, and you come to this rasalila section, the panchadjai, panchadjai, those five chapters, and it starts, and, and no sooner has it begun than Krishna has vanished. <laughs> Do you understand? You've read all this point, that, and, and so is that, um, an accident that it's being presented this way or is this the perfect presentation? So he's absented himself. And what is the result of that? 
It's plunged the hearts of the Braja Gopis into the depths of separation. And so they're singing Gopi Gita. So what their uh, prescription is for dealing with suffering, this, this, this is their cause of suffering, separation from Krishna in remembrance. Ours is separation from Krishna in forgetfulness. Bayam dati ad binibeshi tatsyad. Ishada pe tatsya bipareyo smriti. But fortunately, cure is the same. What will bring relief? The same thing. So what are they saying in one of their beautiful um, songs, which Gurudev compared to the, the dancing of peacocks? He said, the first verse of the Bhagavatam, the dance of elephants, you know, janma jasya yaton bhaya arteshu It's so grand and making this huge pronouncement about the Supreme, Dhamna Svena Sada Narastakua Kam Satyam Param Dimahi. This solemn declaration. He said, like the dance of elephants. He said, astonishing, but you don't want to come uh, too close. <laughs> Whereas the same Veda Vyas showing his poetic skill when he comes to the Gopi Gita, it's tavakatam ritam tapta jivinam. It's every seven, there's one. Tavakatam ritam tapta jivinam ka vibir idiham ka masha'apaham srimadatatam srimadatatam bhuvi gurnanti te buridajana So like, you see, now suddenly when they're from the mouths of the Brajagopis, it's very poetic and very sweet. So he said, like the dance of peacocks. And there they're saying, that which will save us from the anguish of separation is talking about you, uh, hearing about you. This is life-giving ne- nectar. And the hearing about Krishna is the beginning of all auspiciousness and fills the heart with spiritual wealth. So <clears throat> that position of the Braja Gopis, which is revealed in the Srimad Bhagavatam, and particularly the, the leader, the supreme leader of the Braja Gopis, Srimati Radharani. Ostensibly, the Bhagavad Purana, it's as Prabhupada called his 10th canto, the Krishna book. It's the book about Krishna. But again, in the very beginning, uh, Dharmak Prodita Koita Bhotra Paramo Nirmat Saranam Satam. To enter into the mysteries of understanding the Bhagavatam, you have to be non-envious of the devotees. That's one way of putting it. The inversion of that means to glorify them or glorify the position of a devotee. And this is the real message of the Bhagavatam, is to shine a spotlight on devotion and the particularly the devotion of Srimati Radharani.
So Srila Guru Maharaj, he, and the intro to his collection of slokas, Bhagavat slokas, Gadadhar Pranam, one for Vyas, but this one is, Yadamiyam Mahima Sri Bhagavatam Katayam, Pratipatam Anubhutam Apya Labdavideya, Tadakila Rasamurti, Shamalila Avalambam, Madhura Rasadi, Sri Radha Padmam Prapadyei, Pada Padmam Prapadyei. Radha Dasyam. He's saying, this is the message of the Bhagavatam. It is, although it, it may, again, like that tree, if you understand, it exists to produce this fruit. Don't, if a branch is going this way and one is going that way, don't be uh, puzzled or bewildered by that. It only exists to do one thing, is to produce this fruit. So in a similar way, Pratipadam, you think every step of the way, every sloka, it's meant us to take us in the direction of the service of her holy lotus feet. Arto yam brahmasutranam bharatarta vinirnaya gayatri basya rupo vedarta paribringhita. Gayatri basya. Therefore, Guru Mahar is extracting the same meaning from Gayatri, same thing from the Bhagavatam. Radha dasyam, the service of her holy lotus feet. So, it comes to the tenth canto, and Vishwanath said, then why did Krishna, these beloved devotees of him, hide himself from them, you know, breaking their hearts, that word heartache, right? who cannot tolerate the uh, blink of an eye's worth of separation that feels like a yuga to them, Krishna is absenting himself. Right. And Vishwanath Chakrabarti Thakur says, uh, because in separation, um, the heart achieves its greatest depth. When you put the maximum amount of pressure on the heart, on love and affection, that is in separation. Right. And at that time, it will yield the most superior type of Krishna Prem that is the most tasteful to Krishna. So he is addicted to that. So he's addicted to the, that type of Prem from the hearts of the Braja Gopis. So in Krishna's defense, he is so addicted to that substance, it's, it yields is the outcome of them being plunged in depths of separation. So on the one hand, it appears to be um, cruel on his part for his beloved devotees. Right? But on the other hand, it is a tribute to the quality of love and affection that comes from their hearts at that time. Bahye Vishijalahoi, Bitore Anandamoi, Krishna Premier, Adbhuta Charit. And it is that which has attracted Krishna. And so Rupa Goswami, in that superstructure of the Chaitanya Charitamritam, the introductory slokas, Anarpita, Charim, Chirat, Koranayavatirna Kalo, Samar Payatamunatojala Rasam Swabhakti Sriyam Haripurata Sundarjuti Kadamba Sandipita Sadahridaya Kandare Spuratu Basachinandana 
said, he is coming to give what has not been given before. So we say, well, wait, Krishna, he's always appearing. And these uh, uh, yuga cycles. So why are you saying he's not given this before? Once in a day of Brahma, that's Swayam Bhagawan, original, original, Krishna has come, and following him comes Goranga Mahaprabhu, and he is uh, giving the Krishna Prem associated with Radha Dasyam, which means ultimately Maha Bab Swarupini Radha Thakurani. As <clears throat> Srila Gurumar said, when Saraswati, as we go on Parikrama, you know, uh, Bhakti Thakur and Saraswati Thakur, they also went on Parikrama, so many different places. That's kind of inconceivable, inconceivably sweet. I think of the two of them. <laughs> like you have uh, Nityananda and Jiva Goswami and uh, Srinivas and who was that with them? Anyway, Naratam. Yeah. So, and then Saraswati Thakur reviving this. Um, but Bhaktivinoda Thakur, Saraswati Thakur. And Bhaktivinoda Thakur l let drop this enigmatic statement saying that. We all know Vrindavan is for hollow, shallow thinkers. Uh, first of all, we all didn't know that. <laughs> From where his, his plane, and also this should not be um, carelessly, thoughtlessly, understand the context, all important, the context in which he is saying this. You know, meaning, what he's alluding to is, it's the place of union. Right? So what he's alluding to, the place of separation where the heart achieves its greatest depth and yields the most superior type of Krishna Prem, that's the place. He said, that's the place for a man of bhajan. Uh, and he said, Kurukshetra. And then we'll think like, Kurukshetra, oh, you mean where... Krishna spoke the Bhagavad Gita to Arjun. That happened in Kurukshetra, but that's not what he's alluding to. What he is discussing is the meeting of Radharani and the Brajagopis with Krishna and the queens of Dwaraka. Right? So think, after a hundred years of separation, back in the Gopi Gita, another sloka, the gopis, they're cursing Brahma. So these are their uh, songs of separation. They're cursing Brahma, these teenage girls who are otherwise well-behaved, you know, and they never do anything wrong, there have the audacity to curse the Creator, if you think about it. Right? Like, no, generally, uh, other than atheists, people are not faulting God. <laughs> and they're saying, this Brahma, he knows nothing about how to uh, create. 
I'm saying, what do you mean, Brahma, you created everything? Yes, but uh, he, he created eyelids that keep blinking. And when we're, you said, uh, you know, young Shama Sundaram Achintaguna Swarupam, when our eyes are beholding the inconceivable beauty of, you know, Shama Sundar Krishna, uh, Premanjana Churita Bhakti Velochanena Santak Sadeva Hridaya Shivalo Kayanti, young Shama Sundaram Achintaguna, but I was thinking of another, what's the one? Uh, Shobana. Shobhan, the beauty of Krishna. So we're beholding the beauty of Krishna, and then our eyes blink. It's intolerable. That's when they're seeing Krishna. And we're, uh, excuse me, I mean, when the separation. We're told elsewhere that the Rasa Leela is the night of Brahma. We're talking about day of Brahma, night of Brahma. That when Krishna indicates the Yoga Maya, it's the time for that. She assembles a yuga's worth of nights for one night. So there's this divine union for a night of Brahma. And we're told, they go, it was like the blink of an eye. Before we knew it, it was over. It leaves them in a thirsting, hankering position. They're lamenting. And, and the book produced by Sripad Bhakti Premik Siddhanti Maharaj, when Gurudev on his veranda in Kolkata, and he, we're both looking at him, and he turned and he goes, Maharaj, <laughs> he said, Siddhanti Maharaj. <laughs> I said, yes, Maharaj, it is amazing what's in this book. I said, there are things in this book that are not in the pages of Chaitanya Charitamritam. Think about that. Yeah. Because in the Charitamritam, we hear Behind closed doors, Mahaprabhu likes to hear Krishna Karnamritam, nectar for the year, Gita Govinda, Jayadev, Jagannath Balavanata, Ramananda. Right? But we're also told he likes the songs of Vidyapati and Chandidas. And no, those, there's a few verses of Jagannath Balavanata, a few verses from Gita Govinda, a few verses from Krishna Karnamritam, and nothing from, it's that high and intimate from Vidyapati and Chandidas. But we're told this is what he's doing and he doesn't give us one example of that. You can understand, that is very high. But in this Religion of the Heart book, the Shamana, it's from uh, Chandidas, I believe. Just for the record, there is one reference from Vidyapati when Mahaprabhu goes to the house of Advaita Acharya and he's singing, it's Advaita Acharya, singing a song that Radharani sings when she gets Krishna back. Saying, now I've got, when he's saying, now you're in my house. It's really from her, and it's very beautiful that that's being expressed by Advaita, who brought the Lord down here. So, public service, we mentioned, and gave him permission to go into the private service, uh, private life, which we'll mention in a minute. So that uh, uh, night of Brahma, right? Oh, I was going to say, in that uh, religion of the heart, saying, there is, Gurudev makes the point, quoting this song of Chandidas, there is Shamanam, there is no satiation in union. There's no point where they think, I've had enough. Right? They're always left in a position of hankering. 
Right? So they're saying, it was like the blink of an eye. But then we see. So that's on the one side. Then we go the polar opposite, separation. How can it be more intense than that? And that the blink of an eye is like a day of Brahma. That amount of separation. So then it, 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 it's something that is inconceivable to us. But, but just think, what is the magnitude of love and affection in their hearts that the blink of an eye, they're cursing Brahma, calling him an idiot for not knowing how to make eyes properly. Right? So then factor this. So that's their response to an, a, an eye blink worth of separation. After a hundred years of separation, they go to Kurukshetra on the, the plea of the solar eclipse that we must do some auspicious activities. So the queen, Krishna and the queens of Dwarka and his Dwarka entourage come. Radharani, we're told in Garga Sangita, she's brought on a palaquin by the Brajagopis. And it's mentioned that uh, the, the queens of Dwarka, they hear sometimes Krishna in his sleep calling out the names of the gopis and Radharani. And then some of them say, what do you mean in his sleep? Sometimes he's daydreaming and saying these things in front of me out loud. And, so they're, and they've heard from Rohini about Krishna's beloved. And they're, they're, remember, they are inconceivably beautiful. Rukmini, Lakshmana, Satyabhama, etc. But they're thinking, how beautiful could she be? We know the beauty of each other. How beautiful could she be? And we're told we can't discuss that. When Saraswati Thakur, when someone was describing the beauty of Lakshmi Devi in his presence, and he wanted to say something about the beauty of Srimati Radharani, he would not, and he was, had this internal dilemma, conflicting emotions. And Guru said, he fainted and fell out of his chair onto the floor, but he wouldn't violate that principle. But indirectly, from what is given in Garga Sangita, we got some idea. So the queens of Dwarka, they're wondering, how beautiful could she be? So they're there, and when Radharani is making her entrance, being carried on a palaquin by the Brajagopis, we're told the queens of Dwarka, when they see her beauty, they faint. <laughs> so who are the most inconceivably beautiful women in the universe and beyond? They faint to see her beauty. And it's there. So after a hundred years of separation, and then when they see Krishna, uh, Dwaraka Krishna, Krishna in the dress of a king, Rajvesh, absent his flute and his gopavesh, his cowherd dress, and absent the, the inseparable paraphernalia of Vrindavan, which means Jamuna, etc., they cannot conceal their disappointment. And it's at that time that Srimati Radharani, as representing the position of the Brajagopis, that's her famous verse, Ahushyate Nalina Nava Padaravindam Yogeshwari Hridi Vichanta Magada Bodhe. 
Sangsarakupapatitotananavalambam gehum jasam api manasudhyat sadhana. Then Krishna, previously when we were feeling separation from you, you sent Uddhava with a letter telling us we should start practicing yoga and learn to meditate. God is everywhere. We didn't appreciate that. It made us very angry, actually. You're telling us, we're the Braja Gopis. We should learn yoga. Or we, uh, we're not yogis, we're not jnanis. If anything, we're more like karmis. Sangsara kupa patito You know, we're just engaged in our household affairs. <laughs> we're not jnanis or yogis. We're like some karmis, actually. Right? We're just interested in family life. But maybe the difference between us and karmis is we want that family life with you and only with you. You know what is in our hearts and yet somehow you deny that. And what is this? What kind of Krishna uh, doesn't have a flute? And this king dress and we like Brindaranya, right? Brindavan, Brindaran, the, the, the Tulsi, for, and here, what is this? Lok Aranya, a people forest. And all these chariots and all these people. This is not right. This is... Um, you, how you say? Um, the way that we desire really to be with you cannot be achieved here. So come to your senses. And don't forget us and come back to Vrindavan. Right? Then Krishna says, Mai Bhaktir Hibhutanam, Amritottaya Kopate Dishya Marasin Matsneho Bhavatinam Marapana. Krishna admits, in separation from the Gopis, saying, Every day I cry. Krishna crying in Dwarka, feeling separation from them. He's saying, By the mercy of uh, Narayan, actually I'm always with you, because Dwarka Krishna is really and extension, so it's a mystical thing. In one sense, he never leaves Vrindavan, it's only apparent, he's always with them. He can never withdraw his lotus feet from the heart of Srimati Radharani. Yet, Yogamaya is arranging things in such a way as to bring out these sentiments. So he's saying, everyone wants me, and they consider if they've got me, they've got everything, and that's true, but what about me? That's good for everyone. But what about me? He's saying, I consider it my good fortune that I'm the object of the love and affection, the incomparably pure and wonderful love and affection that is in your hearts. And I can't reciprocate that. You're making me break my promise that I made in Bhagavad Gita. Where he said, Yeyatamam prapadyante, tongstateva bhajam yaham. As you surrender to me, I surrender to you. But the way you've surrendered to me, I can't reciprocate it. And Vishwanath says in one place, because Krishna's saying, like you gave up your families, and, and, and I didn't do that. But who is Krishna's family? His devotees. It's all. Um, you know, um, mystical wordplay. But still, Krishna is sincere when he's saying, 
the time, let virtue be its own reward, the love you have for me. I'm unable to reciprocate. It's that great. Even if I give you myself fully, that, that doesn't clear the debt that I have to you for the kind of love you have. So then Guru Maharaj says um, that uh, parsing the, back to the Chaitanyastakam of Rupa Goswami, upon which Chaitanya Charitamritam is built, saying there that uh, Krishna, saying, I cannot repay you, but when he comes as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, then he's going to tell the world the glories of the Braja Gopis. And they're going to observe, like, oh, Krishna, he's, now he's one of us. He's become one of us, and he's singing the glories of our mistress. Jadi gorna hoite tabiki hoite, kemari daritam dehe, radhar mahima prema rasasima jagata janatake. So, Basu goes saying, if Mahaprabhu had not come, we would never know the glories, Radhar Mahima, the supremely glorious position of Srimati Radharani, and Prema Rasasima, the limits of Krishna Prem, Mahabhav Swarupini Radha Thakurani. And the reason Bhaktivinoda Thakur indicated Kurukshetra. He's saying because, so after a hundred years of separation, Krishna is before them, right? and they can't meet with him in, desire, in the desired way. He said, at that time, Srimati Radharani is in the, has the greatest necessity from, for service from her assistance. And Bhaktivinoda Thakur's strategy was, Guru Maharaj extracted from there his aphorism that service according to the intensity of its necessity draws remuneration. So here, service, it's reached the greatest uh, intensity of necessity. He said, Bhaktivinoda said, so if you can go to that plane and render service there, there's no question ever coming down here again. And then Srila Guru Maharaj is saying, adding to that, that what is beyond the constitutional capacity of a jiva soul to experience, which means Mahabhav, for Radharani and Mahaprabhu. But Radharani, out of gratitude to her servitors, that Mahabhav, she's saying, here, have a taste of what we taste. I'm so indebted to you and grateful for you assisting me at this time. Taste this. And Guru said, once you've tasted that, had a taste of that substance, what to speak of all other tastes, all other rasas become tasteless. So when Rupa Goswami says, anarpita charim chirat korna abhatirna kolo, he's, uh, what, what he's giving what's never been given before. He's referencing that which is achieved in radha dasyam. So when someone was astonished to hear Srila Guru uh, describe this prospect, sort of shaking their heads and thinking like, uh, in the, how do you say, the disbelief of belief. Uh, and and uh, saying, why? 
And Gurumar said, quoting Rupa Goswami, he says, Namo Mahavaranaya Krishna Prema Pradayate Krishnaya Krishna Chaitanya Namne Gaur Namaha. He said, if he is, as Rupa Goswami describes, the Mahavaranaya avatar, right, there is no one more magnanimous than him. He said, so when he comes here, what should he distribute? Gurumar said, stone chips? Like, he should give out stone chips to everybody. He said, no, if he's the Mahavaranaya avatar, the most magnanimous, of whom there was no one more magnanimous, then that means not only must he give something uh, high to those who are low, right? that's magnanimous, give a high thing to uh, lower people, but to be the most magnanimous, he has to give the highest thing, what he conceives to be the highest thing, right, to the lowest people of whom there is no one lower. Right? So what does he conceive to be the highest thing? Bhakta Bhav, but more specifically Radha Bhav, Krishna Prem. It's so enchanting, the Krishna Prem in the heart of Srimati Radharani, that she's converted Krishna into a devotee. He wants to have that experience, which he cannot have as Krishna. As I said earlier, his position is antithetical to the, because he's the supreme enjoyer. And when Mahaprabhu, uh, after taking sannyas, stops in Remuna and um, uh, the temple of Chor Gopinath, and he tells that story about Madhavendra Puri, and the cure, and it and the chandan that he was getting for Gopal that brought him there, and what does he say at the end? That rasa kavya sloka. If you rub it like chandan, the inner meaning will come out. Right? It's all systematically presented, but at the end, the, when the pujari uh, brings the pots of cure from Mahaprabhu Nityananda, and they I think they keep five and send back seven, something like that or reversed. Um, we could say, why is Mahaprabhu so eager uh, to taste this cure? He, the, Gopinath, he is Gopinath. He already, it was already offered to him because Krishna does not eat prasadam. Right? We offer the bhog to Krishna. We sing the song, bhog arati. So it is bhog we're giving to Krishna. Krishna tastes that. We're told Krishna adharamritam. The secret ingredient in prasadam is nectar from the lips of Krishna. So now he's in full-blown radha bhav. He wants to taste prasadam. It's so sweet. <laughs> that Krishna, he's saying, I want to take prasadam. Right? And then, no, but you're Krishna. We are. No, that was different. That was as Gopinath, then it became prasadam. Now only from the position of a devotee can you relish the prasadam. And only uh, then the supreme relish of that comes from the position of Srimati Radharani. So in one sense, we can say once in a day of Brahma, but we could put it this way, as Gurumar says about Jagannath and Ratyatra, Krishna and Dwaraka, um, that 
once a year. He's always feeling separation, but once a year, he becomes so overwhelmed by separation that this pastime takes place. So for various reasons, uh, in one sense, this takes place once in a day of Brahma, but from Kaviraj Goswami, we know this is Nitya Leela, saying, as the sun, you know, right now, it's dark here. Uh, you know, in another part of the world, some of our viewers, the, the sun is rising. In another part of the world, it's noon. In another part of the world, it, like here, it's dark right now. So there's one sun, and this is Kaviraj, it's actually from Mahaprabhu, but in Chaitanya Charitamrita, he's saying, that one sun is eternally seen to be, from some perspective, seen, it's eternally seen to be rising. It's eternally seen to be overhead noon. And it's eternally seen to be setting. And simultaneously. So all of those positions are eternally uh, manifest from a certain perspective. So, Hence, the uh, Navadweep section of Goloka Vrindavan and Mahaprabhu, he's eternally experiencing these things, but brings it down into this plane, we're told, once in a day of Brahma. So in conclusion, then how fortunate are we if in this vast span of time, what's 500 years ago? It's like yesterday, it's an hour ago, What's wrong with us? Right? That we, it doesn't move. Naratam, like, imagine for a devotee of the caliber of Naratam Thakur to appear right after Mahaprabhu, it's killing him. It's breaking his heart to have just come at that time. Mahaprabhu calling his name out in his own uh, manifest pastimes. So for devotees of the caliber of Nartam to just come just after. But again, that separate, it's pulling on the heart. Bahye Vishajalahoy Bitore Anandamoy Krishna Premier Adbhuta Charit. We're back to that separation. That it's putting the maximum pressure on the heart and it's yielding the most superior substance. So no one will ask for it or want to put themselves in that position. Yet, uh, when they're in that position, this is the yield. And lastly, so Srila Gurudev saying, if you want to understand simply, directly, the essence of the pastimes of Mahaprabhu, he said, what is his tasting matter? Right? The Pidabir Navakalakuta Katuta Garbhashtinirvashino, Sloka of Rupa Goswami. Saying he's relishing repeatedly separation as Rasaraj Krishna, he knows everything there is about union. Inconceivable. We hear some descriptions of the Rasalila say there are a billion gopis there. We know 108, eight principles, 108, but a billion. Another place it says there are a trillion. When Gurudev is saying, again, simple, you know, different, Narayan, Vaikuntha Narayan, and Krishna, Narayan, one Lakshmi, one Narayan. Right? You see all those different Vaikuntha planets, one Lakshmi for one Narayan. Saying Krishna, 
Lakshmi Sahasrasatya Sambrahma Sevyamanam. One Krishna, hundreds, thousands, millions, billions, trillions for one Krishna. So he knows everything about the joys of union. He is Rasaraj. He is ecstasy personified. So as Mahaprabhu, what does he come to relish? The depths of separation, that peculiar ecstatic joy that is produced in Krishna Viraha. <clears throat> Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna.